Blog Talk Radio. G's on the podcast. Another glorious Sunday, Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming to you live on this 16th of December. Good morning to everybody. Good afternoon to those a little bit in the different parts. Coming to you live here in a boxing weekend which involved the face of boxing. Quote, unquote. We'll get to that. Right now, been up early in the day. Semi-finals week in fantasy football. Got off to a good start with Damian Williams. Thursday with Kansas City. After a full-on panic, Connor being hurt. Coming in a competitive league, league, running backs are probably in a wasteland after the second round of drafting. Talk about having guys like Deion Lewis and uh, not-so-smart trade for LaShawn McCoy of T.Y. Hilton. That's, uh, that one's still stinging. Finding James Conner being a top-five draft for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty bad. Finding James Conner for free, getting the top five running back. Pretty much saved me all season, going 10-3. and three. And now I've been throwing peanuts at the monkey's cage against this little leprechaun. Little guy, small guy. Step on this little ant. And continue my path. To making up for last year's championship loss. Going 10-3 and three this year. I've been hyped all day about it. But... We got to talk about the face of boxing because that's he's the biggest star, right? Canelo, that guy, one of my favorite fighters, and probably a bigger fan of Canelo than me would be my co-host of the show. So let's take it to the southern portion of these United States and see what's going on with my man D. Willa Wilson, aka Willa the King. Willa, good morning, happy Sunday. How you doing today, my guy? Oh man, good. Great Sunday, man. Up, up and at him. You know, blessed to be alive. This is another December morning. Um, yeah, everything's good so far. Um, just had a quick question now. With you only being like five two, how small is this other guy that you're talking about? This is like, you know, 
Like, is he like one of those small Hispanic people, like Mexican guys that look like an old guy, but he's like real, like he's two feet fucking, tall, but they a look real old? Shrimp. He's a shrimp, is what he is, with a Brendan Shaw okay. haircut. And and don't give me none of that five two talk, Willa. You're right there, <laughs> shoulders up to me. You ain't no much bigger than, than anything. So so cut it out. And we will not have none of this fake news today. But he's a little shrimp with a with a fuckboy Brendan Shaw haircut. And I plan on bending them over backwards today. Oh, yeah. No homo, I hope, man. But uh, I hope. No, I, hope. I know how you California guys like to do. But, hey, great weekend of boxing, man. Started off on, on Friday. Excellent fight. Um, you know, Saturday we knew wasn't going to be the uh, the extravaganza that uh, are the, you know, the it wasn't going to be as good of a fight as, it was on Friday. So I think this is another back-to-back weekend, or maybe it was two weeks ago, where the better fight is on a Friday night. And that's usually, I think ESPN usually does that. So, right, was, uh, remember when, uh, what's my man's name? Um, uh, what's the black guy's name? He just lost, not Morris. Uh, shit, never mind. But I think he fought on ESPN, too, when he lost his title. Man, I can't think of the name right now. But uh, ah, uh, what the fuck is his name? Okay, well, never mind. I let let's let's get on with the show. My fault. I'm bullshitting. But uh, yeah, great weekend of fighting, man. Can't wait to talk about it. Dog, got a lot to talk about. The real Garcia, you know, putting in that work. Got a lot to talk about this week. I've been waiting for it all week. So, for those who paid attention yesterday, there's this thing called the Zone. You can download it on your phone, tablet, television. Mm. Anyways, uh, they had some fights on there yesterday. Started about 3 o'clock. Had a big fix for boxing fans who were uh, the junkie into as much as what they would have you watching since 3 o'clock. But I tuned in for the main event. And wasn't surprised one bit. Um, we knew Canelo was going against a gentleman with no heart and was pretty much lucky to be in the position he was at. I said on Wednesday I thought it was going to be third-round stoppage, and when it happened, bathroom break, I guess, nothing important or any significance what Canelo did. Um, he looked really strong. Now, is that because he's been, you know, taking extra trips to the taco truck in Mexico? Maybe. I don't know. Or is it just God-given talent, hard work, and tamales? See? (laughs) Yeah. I bet. So Canelo went in there, dropped his opponent four times, Rocky Fielding. Um, never seemed uh, in a dangerous grimace of pain, more just like, ouch, that hurt. I'm going to get up. And Canelo just uh, absolutely went to the body as as well as he could. As I said, he's a pretty good body puncher. And, you know, he kind of throws some power into it or whatever. But 
Uh, Canelo picked up a win yesterday in a third round knockout. Willie, were you impressed? See, see, very impressed. Um, oh. You know, title of this, the title of this is called uh, what's it called? Trabajo Facil. I think that translates to easy work. And we knew it was going to be easy work, um, but the way he made it look, you know, it's like when, you know, when the professor or hot sauce, he pulls one of these guys out the crowd on the N1 mixtape tour. We know it's going to be easy work, <laughs> right? We know he's about to make them fall, but it's like, how does he do it? How is he going to do it? And it was amazing. Just like, uh, just like any move you see on the A one mixtape tour. And that's what we got, man. We just got a mixtape. We got a very good showcase of skills. Um, you know, shout out to JP. I was on his show the other day and uh, you know, he was pointing out that, you know, guys go up and wait. That's what they do when they're, you know, they're cycling or some, you know, some nonsense. You know, Canelo did look hella strong out there. And, uh, you know, given that guy that body work when, when, you know, he couldn't take it. And like you said, it didn't look like he wasn't really hurt. He would look, he would smile. But that was that smile when you really can't breathe because you got hit, hit in the uh, kidneys. So, hey, Canelo did what we expected him to do. I thought he was going to beat him up a little more. I thought Rocky Fielding had a little more in him. But uh, to no surprise, you know, he was dropped. You know, uh, many times, uh, many times, and very early. So you know, I was very impressed. I was at a, I was at one of our local establishments. You know, celebrating my late birthday with my boys. So there was bubbles in the air. You know what I mean? Bubbles everywhere. But I also. No, no, wait, you're one of those guys who who says like the rest of the month's your birthday month or something. You're still celebrating. No, 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 no. I just. Usually we go out, you know, me and my homeboys for everybody's birthday. We usually, you know, we've been doing this for years and years. And I, I didn't make it for my birthday, so they hit me on Saturday. Hey, we still ain't got it in. Let's get it in. You know, went to a BYOB establishment with big, beautiful uh, brown butts everywhere and, uh, you know, large oh, breasts. So we were out there, you know. But I was able, you know, with, a, with it being 2018 to, you know, pull up my phone, put it right there on the thing. You know, put something, have something in the wind, of uh, something on the lap, and we all watched, uh, you know, watch Canelo put in that easy work. You know, so it was a good night. Wow. Good night. Good night of action. I hope you weren't there too long. No, no, no. I was back at the house at, at 1 o'clock. I was, I was in there and out. I'm not dropping my dimes like that anymore, man. It was tempting. That's why I had to get out of there. Butts were large. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. But you did say Canelo looks strong, right? Oh, yeah, hella strong. That's because he's been cheating this whole time. Now, I don't know if he still has that power carrying over, but it sure looked like it yesterday. I'm sorry. Continue. No, no. Yeah, that was all I had to say. It's, 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 it was short and sweet, just like the fight, you know. I'll go back to it. It's just an and one mixtape. Yeah. We, what you, we knew it was uh, going to happen, but when Professor throws it at the guy's head and then uh, uh, comes back and hits him with the with the uh, the fake three pointer, but he's he, he he puts it between their legs and goes for the layup. You know that's what we yeah, saw. Never we knew it was going like to happen. That, 
Yeah, that's what they all say. That's what Rocky Fielding said. But the the crowd, we knew, we know it's, <laughs> we know it's gonna happen. You know, we know it's gonna happen, and uh, and yeah, and it happened. Speaking of, have you seen the, the professor? I think he's he's from out there somewhere, right? Because he goes into looks like he's going into gyms and like playing Mexican guys for like uh you know like some merch or something. He comes in like, hey, I just saw this the other day. He's like, yeah, that's why I'm talking about and one mixtapes and shit. But he was like, he goes up. He's like, uh, yeah, uh, you know, you play me, you win this, you win like twenty thousand, uh, you win two thousand dollars worth of this gear. If not, I'll give you fifty percent off coupon or something. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, man, you ain't going to get me. Uh, they're falling on the ground, ball hitting them in the head and shit. You know, just craziness. That's that was never say, happening, ever, ever, ever. That's what like, he was yeah, saying, too. Real defense. They did the, yeah, they did the, uh, they did the little pre, the pre-interview. Oh, yeah, he ain't getting me with that shit. Hey, all that hurt you jerky, though. What was on the ground, hey, falling him, around. Uh, seen him going to a prison and playing guys over there. There was no throwing the balls at the head over there. <laughs> but yeah, but they were still falling on the ground. Yeah, he wasn't they throwing the ball on at the nobody. Ground. Yeah, but and that's yeah, what, man, yeah, and that's uh, what Canelo know, did, man. Easy work. Yeah, pretty much. I wasn't surprised. It was over really quick. So, well, I mean, you said Janelle's with us. Let's. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Let's see if he sees it. Uh, you know what? I could, I could nitpick. This fucking Canelo guy, because he took some unnecessary shots there, but Rocky Fielding ain't got no damn pops. So, you know, there's uh, plenty of sharks in the water if Canelo want to go swimming at the middleweight division. So uh, let's take it to Janelle. JP, I see her with us. We'll get you right after Janelle and, and see how you've seen this one. Because, Janelle, I wasn't that impressed with Canelo. Willis said he is very impressed. Were you impressed by the performance of Saul Canelo Alvarez yesterday? in his coming out party in the zone. Well, like I said, man, I mean, you got to look at the level of opposition. I mean, the guy was a human punching bag, man. I mean, he was just there to be hit, and he had no pop, and he was just there to be hit. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, uh, Canelo did what he had to do. I mean, what did you expect him to do, really? I mean, I, mean, I want to see what he can do against a guy like Danny Jacobs, who's mobile, tall, athletic, and got a pop. Oh, yeah. I doubt, I doubt Canelo takes that fight, honestly. I mean, uh, and like, and it's interesting how Willis finally agreed with me now that, that, that at times he up in weight. Of course, he looks stronger and all. I'm back to him. And I was telling you guys why some guys put on more pop if they had to move up in weight. Of course, because he's fighting bigger, stronger guys, so uh, how can that balance itself out? But I mean, he mainly looks strong. Also, I mean, never reason also why he looks strong because again, the guy was just there to be hit. He had no pop. Had nothing for him to be afraid of. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was just there to be hit. So, of course, it's like hitting a heavy bag. If you could plant your feet and swing, of course, your pop is going to look a whole lot, you know what I'm saying? I mean, going to look a whole lot stronger when you're fighting a stationary target. But when you're fighting somebody who's mobile and giving you angles, you know, you saw how he looked against Laura. He looked confused as hell. So, it's like, you know what I'm saying? I want to see him step up the opposition at 160. You know what I mean? Let's see what happens there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, Janelle is, like up, the po- Janelle is like the police. Janelle is like the police after a black man gets shot. You always going into the past. Why are you bringing up the past, Janelle? Let's no, talk about on, the bro. future. Hey, you want to bring up a man's I'm just past? Saying. I'm just saying. If he's fighting an athletic guy, that always happens with <laughs> athletic fighters. He always looks confused. He was confused with Floyd. He was confused with Trout. And, you know what I'm saying? Duh. Of course, you know what I'm saying? 
It is what it is. And Denny Jacobs will present that to him. And he's got – I don't think he knocks Canelo off. Because Canelo has a chin, but, yeah, he got pop, but he got to respect his power. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. It's like Jacobs is not going to be there or to be hit. He's not going to be – you know what I'm saying? He's not going to be uh, stationary the entire night. And he has that's Sergio Mora. And he's athletic. And he's, Sergio Mora is you bring up the Jacobs. You bring up the pass. 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 Yeah, stop bringing up all this shit. <laughs> and since that fight, and since that fight, man, he took a whole lot more powerful bangs and didn't bobble. As well as Canelo also, because Canelo was wobbled by um that fucking blow what's the weight of back um uh, was it that Cotto or the guard or was it who that no no I forgot who that guy. Um it was a blown up fight and he fought and got stunned. Uh was it um his name was on, on it was it was mad years ago, but of course now he showed a better chin. Uh, now, but I'm saying for back then though he got wobbled. But it's like I'm saying so again. That was back then, and of course our condition has a lot to do yeah. with that also. And condition True, and, and, also. And, and uh, real quick, not, and not, only that, not only that, just, not only that, well, Canelo looks good and bang and didn't go down. So it's, I mean, it is what it is. Man. But I think Dane Jacobs yeah, is the yeah, best yeah. middleweight. Is the best middleweight out there, and I think it's on a crash. I really want to see that happening, but I don't think De La Hoya is going to rush to put that fight on. I mean, Dave, I mean, the zone put a lot of money behind Canelo, and I definitely want to risk him something on a loss right now. Although, I think the only way you can beat Canelo is by knocking him out, honestly. I mean, because, I, mean, I, I, I mean, those books are going to be fucking juiced. I mean, those are, our scorecards are going to be all pre-made already. So, And I don't see anybody knocking Canelo out at 160. I mean, so I see him winning on robbery against anyone else there at, at 160, honestly. Yeah. I don't know, hey, man. Hey, uh, Floyd almost, hey, almost got robbed by Canelo, man. <laughs> I'm fighting Canelo. That tells you something, man. That tells you what. Yeah, but that's, a, that's one guy on his way out, one guy on his way in kind of a scorecard, you know? So, yeah, it's not that far-fetched. But, you know, whatever. Uh, but Oscar De La Hoya, Willis boy, did say that, you know, uh, Jacobs, the Charlos, Andrade, they all can get it. Canelo fights the best. <sighs> so we put our belief in Oscar De La Hoya for the future, seeing some of these fights that we wish we could see. So we'll see how it goes down. But, Willow, you said uh, JP's with us. So uh, let's, uh, let's take it to JP and see how he's seen this one, obviously. Uh, Janelle really never gives us a straight answer. He just kind of, you know, brought up dance partners and stuff like that. I didn't know if he was impressed by Canelo or not. Um, but, JP, I wasn't utterly impressed with Canelo, even though he did have a good outing. Will is very impressed. He sees. Were you impressed with the performance yesterday put on by Canelo Alvarez against Rocky Fielding? Yo, yo. Y'all there? Yo, JP. Yep, loud and clear, buddy. Hey, man, uh, shit, dude, look. The tree falls in the woods and nobody nobody was there to hear it. Did it really fall? You know, that's kind of how I feel about Canelo last night. Um, I'm out here chilling with my partner right now, and he said he works with pretty much all Mexicans where he works, and he knew nothing about the fight. He hadn't heard of it. So I just feel like it's wow. damn near a non-topic. You know what I mean? But uh, 
Didn't see the fight, man. I'm just listening in. I know Willa hate when you don't see the fight and you call in. But uh, didn't see it. Wasn't interesting. Wasn't interested. And uh, that's about it, though, bro. I'm chilling. I'm telling you. I feel you on that. Um, are you uh, believe, uh, believing what Oscar's talking about as far as the opposition coming forward? He said Charlo. He said uh, Jacobs. And he said Andrade. You buying or selling this the shit that Oscar's pushing? Yeah, I, I buy it because I don't believe Canelo has any reason to fear any of them dudes, Charlo included. You know, I, I think Canelo, especially uh, Jamal, I feel like Canelo will have a, a good fight versus Jamal. And so uh, I think Jamel would actually be a better fight, a uh, more competitive fight for Canelo than Jamal. But, um, yeah, why not? I don't think there's any reason for Canelo to shy away from them dudes. He's already fought the so-called boogeyman that everyone was afraid of twice now and made him look human. So why not? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Hey, JP. I mean, hey, I got a question for what JP, up? man. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, you before you came on, I put this analogy to uh, uh, and one what we saw last night to the and one mixtape, right? So <laughs> yeah. when when the professor when the professor or Skip to Malou or no not Skip to Malou the professor or uh or what's the other guy's name Hot Sauce when he pulls somebody out of the crowd no Skip to Malou Rayford Austin is in the lead so he's on you know he's on a whole different category than these guys but what I'm saying what I was saying was that he's like the crowd knows what's going to happen. You know when he pulls the guy out the stands that he's going to fall or he's going to get his head hit with the ball. He's going to be looking crazy out there, but they still love it. That's exactly what we got last night. Do you not agree? Well, you didn't watch it, but we knew it was going to happen, but we just wanted to see. And it was it was tremendous, man. Oh, yeah, and they, they give you the optics. It's always, you know, of course, the, the guy's so much bigger than Canelo. And that's to fool a casual fan and be like, look how much bigger he is. I think we even heard, I think Ness on a boxing voice was even starting to do that bullshit. Top of some building got a seven-inch reach advantage. And he's six yeah. foot one. That's just for the optics to, to make you think this guy has some chance. Look, man, it's a lot of money behind Canelo. They ain't running him up to 168 to fight nobody who could possibly beat him. This shit's an exhibition. So, you know, we knew that going in. We knew it would be a, a left hook to the body fest, you know, just to get all the Mexican fans, you know, wet. You know, how they love a left hook to the body. And, uh, you know, Canelo get the show that off. And, uh, you know, it's a punching bag, man. Exhibition. It's like fucking Mayweather fighting that kangaroo. Now, rest in peace to that kangaroo. I heard he died. But I always thought him and Mayweather was going to fight. <laughs> hey, dog. Roger hey. was his name. I think his name was Roger the Kangaroo, R.I.P. He was he was ripped as a motherfucker, and I felt like him and Mayweather would eventually fight. But this is on par with that, man. This is somebody fighting a goddamn kangaroo. <laughs> That will it. That's how I look at it too. Complete jump. Yeah, I mean I said it. And one mixtape. He brought the he brought the guy with the church shoes out on the floor and everybody knew what was gonna happen. But when he made the guy fall, everybody still screamed and hollered and ran off the court. You know what I'm saying? Just the and one mixtape. And and those are big sellers yeah. back in the day. 
Uh, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't bring out your props and start playing your Mexican music. I'm sure you're doing a podcast right now wearing a sombrero with a fucking cowboy hat on right now. No, no, no. But 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 uh, in honor of my Mexican brothers, I put a little. I'm putting a little oh, Reggie no. in the wind right now. Why Reggie though? Why is you putting Reggie in the wind? Because that's that's that Mexican. I went to my Mexican oh, and said, "Hey, give me." Yeah, this is for my. This is for an honor of Canelo, dog. That mota. <sighs> yeah, that mota. It's brown as hell. It's it's damn near look like uh like mud mud uh grass or something right here. But hey, you know five of these and I'll be right. You got to get the Cali brother them 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 weed laws down <laughs> there right in Texas. It it's terrible. No no no, it's right here oh, too, dog. It's well, a recreational celebrating. No, no, no. It ain't recreational, but it's 2018, and boys ain't checking the mail like that. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'll, no incrimination here on my own no yeah. parts of that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah though, what? Man, shit was a disgrace. Disgrace to me, but I ain't going to say nothing. Yeah, he's lucky to no, say my no. show. I would have I muted, muted his mic a long time ago. This disrespect. I don't I don't know what you guys were talking about before that, but I agree about this being a complete disgrace. Canelo ought to be ashamed of himself looking in the mirror today. I couldn't do it after beating up a guy like Rocky Fielding the way he did. It don't sit well in my stomach. But I hope that they step up the competition. I'd love to see him fight Charlo next just to see Willis' head explode if I ask him who he thinks is going to win that fight because I know he loves them both. Um, but I really look forward to a Jacobs fight. I would like to see that one. Got his leverage picking up a strap. And, uh, you know, you, you go from there. But, you know, I want to see. You want to see him fight you know who I see, brother. No, 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 no. I want to see him fight a, a, a respectable opponent, a guy that they say is the best at super middleweight, uh, Caleb Smith. I want Canelo to go ahead, fight Caleb Smith, and be a what? What would that be? Would that be four times? Is that is that three division? How many divisions does he have now? He was the uh, middleweight champ. Was he a welterweight champ? Uh, so this would be his third division. Didn't he come I up don't know. I uh, middleweight, light middleweight? Uh, yeah, so he was uh, 54, 55, I mean 54, so he was light middleweight, middleweight. Now he can be a super middleweight. That's a three-time division champion. You know, he would be uh, world-renowned, well, not world-renowned, but Mexico, he's already world-renowned, but, you know, he would be doing what uh, only Gilberto Ramirez, I think he'd be the biggest, the, the largest Mexican champion as far as weight size. You know, Canelo can be that guy too. And, uh, yeah, I think he could do that. With those body shots we saw last night, Caleb Smith don't want none of that. Don't be surprised. Don't uh, be surprised, as good as he looks. If Canelo doesn't say, hey, I'm going to go over here to this U.K., especially with the zone, I'm going to go over to this U.K., whoop this boy Caleb Smith in the U.K., and become a three-division champion. Man, and let's not forget, really four division champion man. because we had Canelo weight at one time. Stop that. So that's damn near four divisions. Stop that. 
Stop that. You're, you're out of your mind right now, man. He should have been fought Caleb Smith instead of wasting his time with this Rocky Fielder. And not, let's not get fooled, everybody. Because, yeah, Canelo looked pretty good yesterday. But Rocky Fielder so stupid, he didn't know to go to the later rounds and drag Canelo in the deep water because Canelo's gas tank is terrible. He looked good in a short amount of time. But as soon as you get to that 8, that 9, that 10, what? all that activity slows down. Canelo's gas Except tank against Triple G. It's weak. Except against well, Triple G, his last, last fight where he beat Taylor. Oh, okay. So we're not going to go skills. off his last fight. We're going to go off what fight? What fights are we talking about? Exactly. Quit hating, man. Mm, I don't hey, know, man. You I look at the Wednesday show. I would have muted your mic too, though. What is going on here? We're hating on the face of boxing. boxing. I'm Can not. Are. What I, are you talking about? <laughs> hey. You trying to act like this is some new news or something? I've been saying Triple G's wax from three, four years ago, so it's nothing surprising to me. He gets no, he gets nothing more than a participation trophy for what he did to Golovkin, that old scrub hey, with when, no skills. But whatever. When Andre Ward went yeah. up, when, when Andre Ward went up, Andre Ward, one of the best fighters of our generation, um, probably a top five yeah. fighter of our generation. Uh, when he went up, did he fight the champs right up, to, right after that? And you gave him a pass, but yet Canelo moves up. You won't give him a pass. What is that? Is that some kind of uh, racism? I you cut that out, man. I ain't no damn racist. I got no problem with Canelo. I just don't like the way he conducts business. Uh, the way he cheated the sport using a tainted meat for clan beautiful. Then he used mm. to be such a. He used to be such a household happy man with his with his girlfriend that he had for a while. Then he started going with some thought, cheated on his wife, uh, was going in and out of girlfriend, Diego, you Tijuana said, right? to a, for tax evasion, and you know, smart, smart. ever since then, hey, I, I don't know about you, Willard, but I I used to like Kurt Angle growing up watching him, and he said that the three eyes stood for what? Intensity, integrity, and intelligence. And integrity is one of those lines that Canelo has nothing, anything. About him is any what you're talking about the Kurt Angle, the guy that's a cheater, the guy that's a well-known cheater, and for a while the hey, only man. way he can win a match is by cheating the scene. But hey, that's neither here nor hey, there. Yeah, you ain't got to bring up old stuff. You ain't yeah, exactly. Like Janelle, yeah, Janelle. Hey, hey, at eight years old, Canelo, Canelo got uh, almost got buzzed. He almost got buzzed at eight years old. Like, <laughs> come on, Janelle, get out of here. <laughs> Ah. Well, at least he acknowledges you. He just brushes over me. Footballer, but it's cool. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> but hey, he's, all right, man. So whatever, whatever. I give Canelo he's a back. B Janelle minus for his performance on. yesterday. FYI. Well, no, yeah, Janelle's back on. FYI. All right, but let's, uh, let me hear your grade real quick, Willa, before we move on to this uh, Gilberto Ramirez fight against Josh Hart Part Two. Because I give Canelo a B minus. First performance yesterday. What the fuck? And that's been generous. What the fuck? Yeah, I see. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what's going on here. Like we're in the twilight zone. Uh, we we definitely give him an A plus for his performance. I mean, there's nothing else. You you drop a guy. Uh, you go up. You drop a guy with body work. Uh, you drop him four times. He don't he he don't make the next the last one. Um, and. Yeah, then you go to the club. I mean, that seems like an A-plus night. That's the best way to do it. So, yeah, A-plus, definitely. That's a showcase. And, 
he did exactly what he was supposed to do in his first DAZN fight. Knocked that motherfucker out. Well, he didn't sleep him, but, you know, beat his ass. A-plus, Canelo. Bravo. B-minus for me. He needs to sharpen up his game a little bit, taking too many of those unnecessary shots. Whatever. See you later, Canelo. Until next time, you fuck. Uh, Moving on. How about the real fight that happened on Friday between your guy, Gilberto Zuldo Ramirez, against Jesse Hart, part two. Um, was uh, was uh, in and out with that game myself because Sacramento was uh, in a pretty good game with Golden State that day. And yeah, uh, but how that one is pretty good fight for the start. Hello, uh, hello. I'm get I'm getting ready for the. Hey, you don't even want to talk about basketball, Willa, because right now you guys are back there on the bottom behind Sacramento. So one loss don't mean nothing. You guys oh, so got lost. You didn't answer that, right? Yeah, yeah, we whipped the hell out lost of the Lost by three points. Hey. We lost by three points, and we were given eight on the Vegas spread, so we beat the spread. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyways, I know you're trying to get me to lose my train of thought. Not going to happen. So the fight that had happened on ESPN, rematch, watched it. Slow start for for Jesse Hart. Can't blame... Uh, can't blame nobody but himself when it comes to him being upset by the scorecard thing that he gave it all that he got. And I uh, thought that he was up on the cards or whatever. But uh pretty exciting fight, though. First round was really entertaining. Zuldo picked up. And even Hart had himself a little bit of a, a, a flurry at the end. Um, I don't know if that's giving more credit to Hart for uh, putting his punches together the way he did, or if that was more so of uh, Gilberto kind of being lackluster on defense, taking an unnecessary uppercut at the time and, you know, getting himself a little bit of danger in a fight where he is uh, clearly ahead, in my opinion. Uh, was a, a strange fight to see, though. Thought that it would have been a little more hyped. Um but it was kind of, you know, you've seen some empty seats in the arena and things like that. I wasn't, um, wasn't overly impressed with uh, Zuldo, even though he appeared to have that elbow injury. But um, pretty good fight, though. I was highly entertained watching it, not thinking much of it, because uh, Gilberto just isn't really that much of a big deal, man. Mm. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know what yeah, it is. Something. You can't put your finger on it, right? I don't know, man. He's missing something. He's missing something. Because <laughs> even with the Mexican fan base, he's not really popping like that. So I don't know what the hell's going on with that guy. But good performance. I gave him the win. Some people thought, you know, it might have been a draw or whatever, whatever. And maybe they wanted to get a trilogy fight out of it. But picked up the W. I, I mean, uh Opposition moving forward is complete question marks for Ramirez, so we'll see what ends up happening. But um, I, I give him a, uh, I give him a solid B plus for his performance. Uh, had a, a little bit of a stumble towards the end, but you know was fighting with the injured elbow. And uh, at one point during the fight, he threw about seven or eight punches from his from his uh, right hand only, and uh, you know it's really awkward, but kind of giving you the obvious image of a guy being injured and uh, fighting through it and things like that. Uh, 
But, I mean, I liked it. I just thought that there was going to be more hype to the fight. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's uh, because the Canelo fight was this weekend or because it's the holiday season. People ain't uh, really spending money like that. Corpus Christi, Texas, I don't know what it's like in that uh, part of the state. But, you know, people might be getting ready for Christmas and New Year's, and they're like, why would I spend money to go to a Gilberto Ramirez fight against Jesse Hart. I don't know. I'm not sure, but I just thought it was going to be more lit. But it was a pretty good fight. I mean, really entertaining fight. I liked it. Um, when you had texted me, Willa, saying we had a good fight, seeing it full in its entirety yet. But when I did watch it, it was uh, it was really impressive. I liked it. Um, I didn't – I don't know. I, I, I was kind of expecting uh, stoppage during the fight at one point or another because they were landing some good shots. But – um, you know, went to the cards and wasn't mad at the decision. Uh, what do you think about the decision and uh, how you seen that fight, Willis? Hey, man. Um, I uh, was on the fight. Got the uh, was yeah was looking forward to the fight, as you know. Um, Gilberto Ramirez is another one of my favorite fighters uh, in the game right now. Somebody that I look forward to seeing fight and Hart. You know, the fight last fight with him, it was a close fight. Hart had you know. Hart had some heart and showed that he had some skill and some grit. You know, I think he's from a Philadelphia guy, Philadelphia fighter. I think his dad was one of, like, uh, the murderer's row, uh, black murderer's row. So, hey, man, I knew the fight was going to be good, um, and it was a great fight. I had I had uh, Gilberto winning by one point uh, at the end. Um. Yeah, at uh, you know, at the end, Hart just didn't have it. It, it went exactly like I thought it was going to do. Hart just didn't have that last, that last little bit that you know a lot of these Mexican fighters have. You know, that's why everybody loves the Mexican fighter. That's why everybody loves really a tough fighter. You know, Gilberto. He went in there. You know it's going to be a close fight. He looked good early. Then he started getting beat up. Then he said he was hurt, right? And you could uh, you could tell he was hurt, but I think he started losing a little steam before he got hurt. Um, Hart started putting pressure on him. Hart changed, like, the whole game plan and went to inside where he was just on his ass, pushing him around the whole time. Then he started boxing. Yeah. Hart did a lot of different things in that fight, you know, to try to get him off the off his game. And you know that. And even though Gilberto Ramirez is one of my favorite fighters, uh, we all know that there's a certain bond I have with certain type of American fighters. So I'm watching this, and I'm like, "Oh shit, this boy Hart about to pull it off." Then all of a sudden, Gilberto does what we knew. You know, he had capable uh, in him deep inside. He started whooping Hart's ass with one fucking arm. And it's very embarrassing for Hart. I think he should be embarrassed at the end of that. Because he got his ass whooped by a guy with one arm. He hit him with a, uh, he hit him with a shot, though, to sort of like, you know, because it was almost going to be a 10-8 round, I thought, you know. But he saved it. By you know he hurt Gilberto Ramirez at the at the last round at like the last couple of minutes oh no last couple of seconds um, in the fight 
to, you know, to make it just a regular old uh, uh, 10-9 round. So I had it, I had it, uh, I had it what they had it. I had it a, uh, I had Gilberto winning by one point, by one round, and, uh, yeah, by two points, but one round. And, um, yeah, it was an excellent fight, man. I, I don't want to really see it again. I will watch it again, but I just think Hart doesn't have that last little bit. Hart is a very good fighter. He is a very, very good fighter. You know, he might be able to see a Kalen Smith or, yeah, he definitely will. He'll be able to fuck with Kalen Smith. He will be able to fuck with George Groves. He will be able to fuck Whoa. with sorry-ass sorry Eubanks. So, hey, hold on, man. We will be able to wow. fuck with sorry-ass Eubanks. So, um, so yeah. Wow, I think he's a great fighter. Shot. He just doesn't have – yeah, he doesn't have what it takes for Ramirez, man. Ramirez is a special champion, and we saw it, you know. I don't know how you can give him a B when he was hurt. He whooped the guy at the end with one hand. You know, that's crazy. You got to stay sharp on defense and take away from your grade coming from my scorecard. I'm a strict uh, – I, I, I give strict grades over here. So, uh, you know, unless you put on a Danny Garcia against Brandon Rios, you ain't getting no A. Okay, well, yeah, I'm going to give him a – I'm going to give him an A for it, you know. When you get hurt and you're going against a guy that's tough, you know, I think Hart was number five, uh, like a top five uh, super middleweight right now. You're going against the guy, top five in your division. You you're, you got one hand, one arm, and you still win. I'll at least give you an A for that. You definitely got to get an A. Yeah, you're that, you're that teacher who doesn't feel like going through the homework before he grades it and just gives him something that you want to give him because he's your favorite student. That's all right. Uh, not a pretty good fight, though. I, I don't know if I'd be up for a third fight because it seemed like Hart put more fight into the first fight that they had than the second one. Um, but Ramirez definitely took some rounds off, I think, where I guess there would have been some of those closer rounds that some people thought, but... Ramirez definitely took his foot off the gas for a little bit in the middle of that fight. And then, you know, whenever his injury happened or whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, tough, tough guy fighting through it and, and all that good stuff. Um, pretty good fight, though, I guess. Pretty good fight. Um, definitely the uh, the uh, fight of uh, this week that was uh, mostly, you know, you know, a good, good head-to-head matchup, I guess, whatever. Just it just surprised me how Gilberto Ramirez is not that big with the next. I mean, Mexican fans who don't really they really don't know about this guy. It was uh, you know it was funny at the end. But Pala Verga, like like he said, like he's he's he's, a, he's trying to get a character out of him a little bit. So hopefully he can get his fan base up because I know he ain't he ain't popping like that over in Mexico. Um, let's uh, American Nels got it. I'm sorry. Isn't Gil? You talking about Gilberto Ramirez, right? Yeah, is he not? He's he's Mexican, right? Does does he not fight out of America, or is he is he just straight Mexican? No, he's a Mexican, but like I mean, um, I'm not sure exactly what it is to be. Uh, I, I don't have my, the notes with me right now, but I know that um, his his deal yeah, with top Mexican. rank, his deal with his his thing with top rank that he has uh, prohibits him from or 
I can't get to know the logistics of it, but basically he doesn't get put on uh, uh, Azteca TV or uh, Telemundo Televisión like uh, Canelo does. And that's what I was telling you about Canelo's deal in Mexico where he has that Azteca TV, uh, which takes away from the zone. But basically Gilberto Ramirez doesn't get put on that same station like Canelo and other Mexican fighters because of his uh, obligations with top rank, which doesn't make too much sense to me. But that's why he's not. Uh, as big as, a, as of a of a known name, even from, from his own people in Mexico, right there, shit, right in his, right around the corner from him. Yeah, so I, I just think yeah, that he's got yeah, a, it's something going on. That makes sense because he should I don't be. Get it, bro. You know, he should be a star. I think I would I would think he would be more of a Mexican star. But yeah, if he's not playing on free TV in Mexico, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, because I mean, you know, he's got the look, big dude. Got, got, got suave to him. I mean, put on a good fight and all that. He should be a bigger star than what he is. It's uh, I think that's why he started to bring out a little bit of character yesterday. But, I mean, we'll see how, how his career ends up unfolding because, I mean, he's done nothing but have success and he just hasn't had uh, enough fruits from the work, from his labor to enjoy. So he just, maybe he just got to stay a little bit more busy or something. Try and go viral with a big knockout or something. Pull Canelo. Fight somebody weak. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but you know what? Well, um, you know, I had other good stoppage yesterday. Was your boy Ryan Garcia? Uh, yeah, Ryan flashed the hour. The Ryan. what people call what people call the Justin Bieber of boxing had himself a fifth round stoppage yesterday. Over Robert Downey Jr., the guy off of Tropic Thunder. Exactly what his opponent looked like yesterday. And uh, complete, complete, complete shit of a show. <laughs> the performance goes uh, for his opposition. But young guy that they're moving up, he also went on the zone with Canelo. And I'm sure at the end of the fight when Canelo was doing his uh, post-fight interview, he seen Ryan Garcia in the back not knowing a damn thing of what Canelo is saying before the translator speaks, that whitewashed Mexican. <laughs> he had a pretty good performance yesterday. He had a pretty good performance yesterday. Good knockout, put old boy on his ass, and he had that look like, what in the hell's going on here? Almost like um, when Gennady Golovkin had, uh, who was that brother he dropped? I forget. <laughs> um, but it almost had that Ric Flair. Woo! moment of clarity for a second as he is sitting on the canvas because Ryan Flash Garcia uh, really got him from a clinching type of a position with the left uppercut, sat his ass down, and as soon as he got up, found himself on the ropes, and it was a wrap as soon as the hook started coming in. Uh, I'm going to give Ryan Garcia a B-plus for his performance yesterday. I mean, five rounds of work. He was going against a grown-ass man and looked a lot better than he did in his previous fight against that grown-ass man who buzzed him. Uh, none of that happened yesterday, a complete washing. Uh, I know you were impressed about Ryan Garcia's fight yesterday, Willa, but when is this guy going to start facing some real competition? I mean, <clears throat> I mean, Ryan Garcia, he just, he is uh how old is this fool? He's um, 20 years old, right? 
when do you, why do you need him to fight this competition so fast? What is the point of this 20-year-old kid going up and fighting 24, 25-year-old beast? You know what I'm saying? He's not there yet. And, you know, he finally got a KO, um, you know, his last couple of fights, which we've seen, well, I think one of them might have been on Facebook or something like that. But his last couple of fights that we've seen, he uh, he got a he got decisions. In fact, he got a majority decision against on his last fight. So he's still learning, man. <laughs> a great performance, though I do give him because you know he knocked out a grown man. This guy uh, Rodriguez, even though he got knocked out his last fight, uh, Robert Downey Jr. He's, yeah, he does. I mean, he, he's got that sort of – his skin tone looks a little crazy, and he had that Afro-Dominican uh, Republic. <laughs> dog. Just, you know, just a mixed black guy. Dog. So he was uh, – you know, he knocked out a grown man, which he hasn't been able to do the last couple of fights, and I think that's a good thing. And it was his first performance under the uh, on the zone. It was, it was first performance under, um, you know, uh, under Canelo's – um, training camp, uh, what Reynosa, right? Uh, what's his uh, what's his uh, trainer's name? Um, yep, uh, Eddie Reynoso and his uh, yeah, and his boy, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's he's under these guys. So we know his strength has doubled or even tripled because we know Canelo's camp has the best techniques to power, as we saw with uh, with Canelo knocking out going up to one uh, going up to super middleweight. And then the power seeming to, you know, increase. So we see, we know Ryan Garcia has that special touch out there with the Red Nosa camp, and we see it coming to, uh, to fruition. Um, I don't really need to see this kid fight anybody that good right now. He's 20 years old. He's, I think he still has two or three years of learning how, learning what to do, getting this stuff up before he pops up. 23, 24, I think that's when you need to be fighting guys for the belts, uh, you know, especially a young, lanky kid like that that doesn't seem to be a grown man yet. So, you know, just like all these other guys, Shakur, um, you know, all these 19, 20-year-old, 21-year-old guys, I, I don't want to see them fight anybody any good right now. You know, I don't even want to see them fight each other. I want to see them get good, uh, get their uh, – polish their craft, turn into grown men, get their real strength, get their real size, and, yeah, and then start making it happen. These are our our next-tier fighters. I know that you hate Ryan Garcia, so you want to see him go down early, but these are our next-tier fighters. We need Ryan Garcia if we're going to – if we want to be – if boxing wants to be good, if we still want to be doing this podcast in the last uh, 10 years or something like that, and – and for boxing to be going good, Ryan Garcia needs to be good. So we don't need to see him get beat up right now by some grown man. Uh, I don't want to see him get beat up. I'm just saying all that shit he was talking to Tank Davis and all that. Yeah. Tank Davis will kill him. Doing. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a dope fight to see. I would love it. I would pay pay-per-view money to see that fight. That'd be great. Yeah, see? I'd love that. Exactly. Hey, he, he was the one talking all that shit. It's not me. I didn't. I didn't turn in a matchmaker with this fight. He's the one talking all that noise to Tank. So, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. We'll see how it goes. Um, 
In other news, I didn't uh, I didn't uh, tell you about this one, Willa, but uh, I kind of thought it was funny. Uh, I didn't put this one in the uh, description of what I wanted to put on the show, but since we're on, you know, Canelo and Ryan Garcia, why not talk about the other Mexican guy that's your guy with Oscar De La Hoya in the news this week, telling Dana White that he needs to be careful. Because Golden Boy MMA promoter Oscar De La Hoya says he's got 50 to 60 UFC fighters blowing up his phone every day. He also went on to say that Dana White, he could see him in the ring if he wants to talk all big and bad. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. De La Hoya White. I thought it was funny when I seen it. I thought that... I was like, I wonder if they're going to get anywhere near fighting words after Dana White called him a cokehead junkie and all this crazy stuff about the Liddell Ortiz fight. Um, Willa, did you see, I know I sent you the one about De La Hoya wanting to fight Dana White, but I don't know if you've seen the other one from, uh, from BoxingScene.com, so very credible, and uh, said that Oscar De La Hoya says that he's got 50 to 60 UFC fighters blowing yeah, that was, up now. <laughs> yeah, that was on first take. <laughs> oh, was it on first take? I yeah, I yeah. So I saw. That. Yeah, yeah. He said that shit on first tape because uh, yeah, Stephen A. was like, you know, uh, I I don't want to get in it, and you know, I don't like to promote <laughs> violence, but the man said you was a cokehead. I was like, God damn, Stephen A. <laughs> so yeah, that's what he, he said, said that on. Yeah. He said that on the first tape. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, said you was a cokehead. I was like, God damn. So. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. So, but yeah, he said that he said that he had a sixty. He said he had fifty or sixty fighters that were calling him, but he's re, he's going to respect their um their contracts. You know, they're under contract, so he's going to respect it. But once the contract's up, he's going to start accepting those calls, is what he said. And he also said that he gave Chuck Liddell and Tio Ortiz their biggest payday. So when you say stuff like that, yeah, you know that just shifts the whole thing. You know, Dana White talking all that noise and it sounded good until until De La Hoya said he gave Liddell and Ortiz their biggest payday. When people hear that, you know, hey, people how, hear how, that. He's your, your biggest payday? How much is that? I mean, everybody gets yeah. whispering. Yeah, yeah, what? Damn. Hey, I need to get the fuck out of here. Hey, you know, especially so. those guys in the UFC, man. Whenever I see some of those guys who want the big names fighting, those fucking guys got GoFundMe's to, to, to pay for their training camp, bro. Like, come on now. Yeah, so, yeah, so you know, it all sounded good. You know, when, when I heard that, uh, you know, I think that was Checkmate. The, the, uh, the whole feud should be over. If they want to fight, they can fight. You know, I think De La Hoya will, will whoop his ass. <laughs> but, you know. When when it comes to the business and all that, that's checkmate. Oh, you think you think Oscar's just gonna take up Dana White's town and and screw him over in the UFC? Maybe be like the WCW of the UFC <laughs> coming to, to maybe maybe the WWF. Maybe for a little bit, you know, UFC does have like you know it's got a it's really MMA. You know what I'm saying? If UFC is MMA. So it's going to be hard to, unless you can get the big names right off the back, but these guys are in contracts and stuff like that. And the good guys are getting paid pretty good. You can't pay, you know, 
for a while, they might get like some second tier guy. They'll do just like any other thing, any other one that comes. They'll come up and, and they might do good for a couple of years. But we would have to see. I wouldn't say they would just come and dominate. But if you're paying way more and you can get the big guys, if you can get like, oh, okay, I'm, I got McGregor somehow, you know, we put, we, you know, De La Hoya gets with McGregor, they put in a little money or something, and he can get McGregor or he can get some big names, and maybe he can do it because money talks. And like we did see in the uh, the Monday Night Wars, WCW was winning because they had the most money. But at the, but when it all came down to it, wrestling, WWF was wrestling, and they weren't going to lose because, you know, they had the, they got the – they are the game. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see De La Hoya coming in and taking over for any periods of time. But, you know, he could put, uh, put a little sting in uh, Dana White's ass for a little bit. While still doing boxing, I, I, yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, uh, I I don't know how it's gonna work out for the business aspect of it all, but I'm down for a De La Hoya White fight. But they got to do it mixed martial arts style. That way, Dana White has a chance because Dana ain't gonna stand up with Oscar. I'd like to see him try to get in there in the in the octagon scene, and you know, Dana White could try to, you know, get on top of him like he's oh like come MVP on, does. You know, just just uh, just lay on De La Hoya. De La Hoya probably like it too. <laughs> uh, I, I'm down for that. I'll pay tops. I'll pay twenty five ninety nine for a De La Hoya Dana White pay per view fight. Tops. I'm down for that though. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe De La Hoya is just uh, a complete mess of himself at this point in time. He's, he's starting to sound like a mere con. Like I, I don't know if he believes some of the stupid stuff that he says anymore, but. If he says he's got guys calling, I guess he's got guys calling. Uh, why wouldn't why <laughs> wouldn't they call if he gave the guys the biggest payday? If he gave two well, of the best fight, the the veteran fighters, like the two of the top name guys in MMA, like all time, right? Liddell and Ortiz, we know these guys. Yeah. If their biggest payday was, you know, thirty years after their prime. You know, people are calling. I'm calling. Hey, what's this all about? <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess, yeah, you know, uh, if that's the case. But Dana White, when he was going on his tangent, said that there was uh, six fights or eight fights, uh, amateur fights that was on Delaware's card. And being that they were amateur fights, those guys didn't get paid. Dana White said that somebody's suing some fucking buddy over this shit that Oscar did. Dana White's making it seem like Oscar was throwing around cookie crumbs over there. So I don't know. I got to look into how much Oscar actually paid. If they were amateur, more than they ever got before. Yeah, he said Liddell and those guys. Yeah, they're, you know, if they're paying amateurs, then they're paying amateurs. I mean, they're not paying them. You know, you're not supposed to get paid if you're an amateur. Those are those are called professionals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He had some amateur fights. I mean, so I mean, so be it. I don't. I didn't watch the. Uh, I didn't pay for the for the pay per view. You know, so I didn't care less about that. Dana White is a hater. Sounds like you're. You know, even though you're a boxing guy, you want to see one of our boxing legends fall to the this MMA world, and you know, <laughs> I don't like when we talk about De La Hoya. 
brings out the it brings out the <laughs> the, the the bad side of you, though. Hey, I didn't I didn't bring up none of the kitchen utensils or the fucking you know fishnets. I didn't bring up none of that stuff. So I'm being fair with Oscar. I I, I just you know he's a, he's a little fucked up in the head, you know. He's looking at this guy's Instagram post, he's he's just over there bloodshot eyes talking crazy. Like I wonder how how much how long it's gonna be before this fucking guy, you know, get checks back into the to the nut house. This fucking Oscar. Hey man, I don't know anything <laughs> about that. Oscar said on the first day that he was sober and clean, and you know all that's behind and him. And unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, he did. Hey, though, people give. Hey, he he didn't say he wasn't uh, drinking alcohol and doing all that, man. So you know, he he's still partying, but he said he's not on cocaine, and uh, you know, he's done with all that. I believe <laughs> that sucks. When people question you about shit like that, <laughs> years yeah, later. that was like he said. The man said you was a cokehead. I was like, God damn, Stephen A. He's like, now nah, I don't want to, you know, I'm not, I don't want to get all into it now, but the man said you was a cokehead. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see that now. I didn't fucking know that they were on first take, man. This is Stephen A. Smith. That's some. That's a low, that's a low down, dirty dog right there, bringing up that shit. To <laughs> At least he. It was, at least he didn't do it as bad as Charlemagne did when Oscar was on the Breakfast Club. That probably had to be the most uncomfortable for him. Uh, that cheap ass shot by Charlemagne just bringing up some fucking fishnets out of nowhere, <laughs> like years ago, years ago. But that's crazy. I got I got to see that shit on uh, first take now that I know that he was on there. That's funny. Um, but man, I don't know. Hopefully we can see. Hopefully we can see some sort of exhibition like that since that's what's hot nowadays. Got Floyd and. Uh, Nashikawa back on for the uh, start of New Year's, but uh, yeah. Um, oh, also, gotta give a big shout out to the one, the only, Michaela Jocelyn Mayer for her, her unanimous decision victory against Kalista Silgado on the undercard. Um, Michaela was at a Canelo-like work ethic when it came to the game plan in this fight double hooks to the body with a follow-up on top, really attacked the body all night. So that was a part of the game that she wanted to add to her repertoire, working some body punches in a uh, actual fight environment instead of sparring. So you could uh, let loose on there. Did a really good job, great performance, sharp performance, and uh, picking up her sixth win of the year. So hats off to her. Um, you know, people probably were expecting a, a knockout victory, but hey, she's uh, it was a sixth fight of the year. Going to take a little bit of vacation, maybe get going in February, something like that. She's been having fights uh, in between in uh, a short period of time, but want to give a shout out to the women's division of boxing because Michaela Mayer had a really good showing yesterday. Had a nice little attire and all that good stuff, and uh. I don't know, Willa, how far is Corpus Christi from where you're at right now? Because it's, uh, I, I want to hear how far it is from where you are, because depending on what it would have been, uh, you know, Michaela was somewhere over here in Cali. I, I got to take that drive, even if it's just for a day. Yeah, I, uh, Corpus Christi is probably like two, two and a half hours away. Not oh, that's really that not far. bad at all. That's like, uh, that's yeah. not bad at all. That's like where I'm at to 
to the Bay Area or something like that, I'll take a little short drive like that to check it out because, you know. Yeah, and it's the beach. Corpus Christi is nice. It's oh. small. Like, it's a very small place. So it's like, uh, it's sort of weird that they do fights there. But it's a lot of it's a lot of Mexican fight fans, I guess, out there. But it's a uh, yeah, it's a small, it's like a small city, very small city. But it's on the beach. It's, it is the beach. That's what's brown that's ass what's water. I mean, that's all. <laughs> I pass on brown water. Okay. No, that's what we got <laughs> down here. No, we're on the other side of the Mississippi, so our water is brown. Is brown. I mean, when you. You know, when you pick up the water and put it in the thing, it's it's not brown. You know what I'm saying? I know, but yeah, it's just you. you know, it's it's just dirty. You know. Yeah, no, I got yeah, you. It's, like the, it's just sandy yeah. water. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got you. Our water is fucking ice cold over here. Uh, yeah, we're warm. I mean, it's warm and brown, dog. So when them jellyfish thingy, you, you don't even know. You don't see them. <laughs> Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. I'm cool. For the most part, I stand my ass out the water anyways. I don't even like getting in lakes over here like that. So, you know, I, I just get in the water. If I if I fall off a jet ski and got to swim back to it for a little bit, all I hear is that Jaws music whenever I'm swimming and got me pedaling real fast. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't like the water like that, dog. <laughs> but, but nah, man, hey, uh they really know what they're doing with Michaela Mayer because it seems like her short just get a little shorter every time she fights. You know, that old pervert Bob Arum might be the guy behind it there. Sweetheart, maybe you should wear these ones. Short-ass, skimpy-ass shorts. I have a little talk with you like that. I, I, I like the short shorts, but, you know, you know how you know how the, uh, the Indian cats would be if their wife's showing too much ankle. We're going to have a problem at home. So, uh but now six wins on the year from Michaela Mayer and a, a UD wrap-up for the year. Uh, Willa, I know that that some bitch Bud Crawford was at the fights, and he decided to match colors with Michaela Mayer, seeing her on his, his IG and shit like that. So I don't know if, we, uh, if you've seen Bud Crawford in attendance there and all that, but six wins for the Michaela Mayer and Team Mayer team. Pretty solid year. That's a busy year for a woman. Hopefully – we could see a little bit more of that next year. Any thoughts on the uh, 6-0-2018 for the future of women's boxing right now? Uh, yes. Um, I said it before. I'll say it again. Boxing is doing a good push with women's boxing and these uh, younger guys that they got, that they have boxing coming up, you know, to make a make sure that we've got something to talk about in the next couple of years after, you know, after we get after this, this, this wave of boxers we have now, you know, starts to get older. Um, Michaela Mayer has been on, been on TV a lot this year. Uh, she's been around, you know, I've, I know a lot about her and been following her because of course, because of your, uh, your infatuation with her. So I've like been following her. her, watching her. Yeah, I mean, some some say that, <laughs> some say infatuation, some you know. But uh, yeah, I've been watching her. Same about time. me. She's been doing a great job. She's um, she's very skilled in there. Like I said, you know, back in the day, women's boxing would be like a lot of windmilling, swinging, slapping, you know, stuff like that. 
and she, and even the people she fight, they uh, she they're you know they're very skilled. There was another lady I saw, uh, I forgot her name. What was that on the undercard uh, on the zone? They had a, a female boxer on there. She looked all right. I didn't really see the whole fight, but uh, she looked all right in there. They're doing a good push for boxing. You know, six fights in um, in the year is a lot, but I think what are they? She's fighting like six rounds and stuff like that. I don't really don't have it in front of me, but I don't think they're fighting. She's not fighting championship she fights. She had eight last year. Yeah. Eight, okay, yeah. So I think they use like eight. So uh yeah, she's not fighting championship fights. Uh so but that's excellent, man. And she's pushing, she's making a push. Uh she we'll see once she starts fighting for them belts. Um yeah, the real belts. And her time is coming soon. So I didn't watch the fight, of course, but you know. I don't have nothing to say about uh, the fight per se, but she had a great year. Could be women's fighter of the year. I mean, Clarissa Shields probably fought just as I mean, she's probably fought four times probably, and she but she's fighting for championships. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You know, I don't know who I don't know who the female fighter of the year is. I'm not following that close, but probably Shields. But Mayer's making well, yeah, a name for herself. Yeah, Shields definitely has that that title with significance. So that you know, that's where it's at. But uh, yeah, women's boxing is definitely making a good push, and like you said, uh, um, it's good for the future of boxing as far as um, building the foundation, especially right now with the women's division kind of an uncharted territory for boxing promoters. But they're doing a pretty good job with it marketing, um, and uh, it, it only gets easier when you have such a, a platform as all fighters do for social media, uh, whether they want to give, uh, put out charismatic videos or funny meme posts or, you know, from uh, Michaela Mayer's point, you know, could uh, uh, post some photos looking like she, you would never guess that she's a boxer. And so, you know, it all depends about how marketing goes. But let's go to Janelle, um, uh, see if he's got anything to uh, bring up about this. Or uh, whether it be the uh, Zuldo Hart fight, Ryan Garcia in his fifth round knockout, or I'd like to ask him, Janelle, about the Dana White Scadella Hoya fiasco going on because I find that one still funny to me. But Janelle, are you still with us? I had no idea you were still with us, my guy. Damn, I've been on here for hours, man. I'm like, my call dropped and I called back. I'm I'm waiting to talk about all everything I was talking about. Um. I guess I'll start with the uh, Ryan Garcia thing. I definitely agree with Will 110%. I mean, the kid's only 20 years old, and you can't expect him to get in the ring with somebody um, uh, so soon. I mean, what was Bud Crawford doing at the age of 20 years old? You know, you know I mean? Of course, they were taking his time with him, and they were developing him. And I mean, you don't want to put him there with a killer, and that's going to ruin his confidence. In all combat sports, that shit can ruin your confidence so, uh, so fast in combat sports. They can suffer a loss or – Oh, devastating KO early in your career. Is look what happened to David Reed. I mean, the guy was destined for greatness. He was a gold medal, but then they put him in the ring over Tito too soon. And Tito just ended his career. And now you don't even hear about the MC. You hear about the guy since. So it's like, so it's like to take your time, groom the guy, um, have him work on creating angles and setting up and developing. Because, um, again, he has a lot more to develop. He's a lot more developed. And his body is still growing. And, and, I mean, the guy's not even in his physical prime yet. So it's like, of course, take your time with the guy. Um, 
as far as with Dana White and Della Hoyer, it's always two sides to a story about things. But but for one, I could definitely testify on the fact that MMA fighters are underpaid, extremely underpaid. And I'm an MMA fighter myself, and I'm telling you, I mean, I mean, guys are extremely underpaid mm-hmm. in this sweat. I've met guys like Kimo Lawal. I met guys like Rampage. I met guys like Nick Diaz. I I spar with Nick Diaz. I mean, I mean, guys would literally get fifty on like fifty, forty grand fucking title fights. Even Conor McGregor, who's like, uh, so um, who's like the face of MMA at one point. And I mean, in MMA, his biggest purse was like, well, like, 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 what, like four grand? Or no, no, sorry, sorry, uh, four million, some shit like that. It's like in what? boxing. I mean, not how paid he would be in boxing. I mean, the guy would be on Mayweather's level, or probably even bigger than four because he has a whole country behind him, and the, and the fact that he gives you knockouts and shit. Uh, a GSP was a guy who was selling out in Canada. But yet, you know what I'm saying? His biggest payday was like, what, $2 million or some shit? It's like, guys are extremely underpaid in MMA. That's crazy. They're extremely underpaid. So it's like, I mean, I think Dana White on the Delo could be onto something about uh, competing with them. And it's funny because I predicted Conor McGregor to compete with Dana White after he made the $100 million check from Floyd, uh, fighting Floyd. I was expecting him to uh, check and mm-hmm. invest that check, but obviously he just splurged in that check. But uh, Conor McGregor, I mean, with his mouth, and the guys he got over in Europe, that, um, he couldn't sign these fights in Europe. And I thought that they could have really competed with Dana White, but yet he's just not using his money wisely. That's a big mistake. I thought he was going to team up with Floyd because Floyd expressed um, all the desire to enter MMA as far as on the business aspect. And with Floyd, Al Heyman, and McGregor, I thought that they was going to be on to something. But, of course, Conor McGregor is just not a business-savvy uh, guy like that. So, and I say it's bad. But De La Hoya could definitely right. compete with him. And, and I, I mean, I can tell you uh, uh, firsthand, I met so many different MMA fighters in the UFC, and basically still got side jobs, literally. So it's like, you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. I remember, uh, but, but, I remember but, 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 that was the uh, – go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 finish, finish, finish. Um, I, I thought it was interesting when I seen um, the uh, heavyweight, uh, former heavyweight champ, was the Miochik, Stephen Miochik. I think that uh, I think they had uh, combined it his last nine or ten purses, and I think that they said it it uh, nine or ten purses. I'm not sure how long he had the 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 title at the time, or throughout those last ten purses, but it barely you know totaled into about maybe yeah. like one point yeah, two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, like, that, that's crazy for a heavyweight champion. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and guys like Rampage Jackson spoke on the fact that. How underpaid they are, and guys had to pay for their own medical shit after fights. They get severely hurt and shit. And, and I remember on the back when Bellator um uh, jumped in, uh when that guy um uh, uh Michael Page when he broke the the uh, cranium of the guy Cyborg, and and uh Bellator actually paid for his bill, and, and all the fighters like, oh my god, these promotions are paying for bills. This should never happen in the UFC because it never will happen. I mean, once the MMA fighters are, are, are also very hungry also in the UFC. It's because they're basically underpaid, and as well as they get bonuses for knockouts. This is why, like, most grapplers are relying on striking, are, are trying to how to strike now to get an extra $50,000 bonus. Because, I mean, I mean, those guys oh, are so yeah. underpaid as it is. And, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, a guy like Randy Couture spoke out also against Dana White for being um, 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 underpaying guys. Uh, Rampage Jackson, uh, Nick Diaz. This is why a lot of guys are trying to get into boxing now. 
or not just Conor McGregor, but a lot of them guys trying to get into boxing for the fact that boxers are paid. I mean, they're getting paid more. It's just what it is. I remember one time they were saying about how Joe Rogan was saying about how boxing is dying. It won't be around. Uh, I'm after Floyd and Pacquiao is gone. I mean, uh, oh, boy, was he ever wrong. Because boxing, I, I mean, the way guys are getting paid in boxing, I mean, MMA, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean there's no way boxing would die. Shout out to huh? Joe Rogan because I said shout out to Joe Rogan. I I have been checking out a little of his stuff every now and then. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. he has, uh, he has, I think he has admitted that he's wrong. And, and, and oh yeah, 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 yeah. Still, still and this yeah. was like back in like 2012, I think it was. He was about, um, he was debating with Luke DeBella, and he told me how boxing right. is dying by half of Pacquiao, oh, yeah. Floyd boxing won't be existing. But it's like, I mean, a lot of MMA guys, man, those guys are not paid right, man. I mean, and Delahoy with his business so, strategy, if he, yeah, I think like I think it was Checkmate when he when when he said that he gave Liddell and Ortiz their biggest payday. And the reason they had, you know, and the reason they had to fight is because they weren't getting paid. Well, never. Well, she's always two sides of the story. As far as in ring, yes. But Dana White came on on the following day, and like, he was basically angry because Delahoy was basically right to an extent about certain things, and he was a bit angry. But um, um, Dana White was right on the fact that he has paid Lindell more. Since he hasn't been fighting, which is like four hundred grand or some shit, which is not really that much compared to on the other guys and other sports. Uh, 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 not that they retire and they get jobs in the sport or whatever. But um. Oh, okay. So he hooked them up. He's like he's working for. He was working for UFC, getting yeah, paid. Yeah, like he yeah. gave him a little side job. Yeah. And since his and since his last fight, he actually made more outside of retirement than he did during his fighting career. But Delo did give him his biggest payday in, in the cage, yes. That's a fact. Okay. But Dana White came on the other day, and he was pissed. He was livid. He was livid because of the fact that, that Delahoy was right about him underpaying guys. It was, it was numerous times where, 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 where uh, fighters were going against Dana White, and it was all jumping the belt toward. And so I was trying to get the belt to be because belt to uh, uh, take care of the fighters more. At one time, Bellator allows them to have sponsor money, unlike UFC. Yeah, yeah. When they had a Nike deal in the UFC, and the fighters only made like fucking like what, like fucking fifteen uh, grand or some shit off of that shit, the, which is uh, fucking Reebok ridiculous. deal. Yeah, don't, don't, no, no, no. It was Nike. Nike. <laughs> it was Reebok or Nike. I thought it was Nike. It was Reebok. No, it was Reebok. Reebok. Was Reebok. Reebok. I mean, but still, it was like fucking fifteen grand. I mean, are you serious? I mean, Dana yeah, White is a racist. That's when they uh, that's when they sold uh, fighter sweaters that were like two hundred bucks or something like that because the sweaters yeah, yeah. looked like the trunks or whatever. Like man, they were ripping dudes off the that bullshit Reebok. I mean, it happens to any business, man. The guy, I'm mean, the guy. Basically, his pockets got fat, and he kept his fighters hungry for a lot of years. So it was like, I'm mean, kept guys hungry by underpaying them. But now a guy like Delahoy coming in, who, who's willing to pay guys. I think Dana White know that he's going on the might be in for some comp if Delahoy is serious about it. And I'm sure a lot of fighters actually hit Delahoy up. I'm sure a lot of guys did. I don't know about oh, 50, 60 a day. I think that's a little exaggerating, but I'm sure guys hit him up. And I think Delahoy could be on to something. Now, I'll definitely look forward to it. What about what about Delahoy and Dana White fighting? Because Delahoy is getting tired of this shit that Dana White's talking about, saying you can well, see me in Dana the ring. White does. I'm Dana White has trained in jiu-jitsu with Frank Shamrock on back before they were beefing like, like, like mad years ago. Oh, I mean, so if Dana White get him on the ground, oh uh, yeah, he's not a black belt or anything, but yeah, he knows uh, jiu jitsu one on one. I doubt Dana White does. 
And if you don't know jujitsu one on one, we get drowning. I think jujitsu is a serious yeah. is a serious art, man. Nah, jujitsu is a serious art. Don't sleep on jujitsu, man. That's a serious I'm art. I'm not sleeping on anything. No, it, they're all they're all serious art. Sumo wrestling is a serious art. They're all serious art. But man, man when I when, when <laughs> I call a guy. <laughs> no, no, those sumo wrestlers. You ever watch that shit? That shit is crazy. It is. It, that shit is crazy. I mean, when it comes bro. to you a fight, watch. fight, when it comes to all out fight, though, when it comes to all out fight, that's sumo wrestling. You're not shit, fucking man. with. It's just no, no, you, no, you ain't fucking with these niggas. That, that uh, Janelle, if you went against the sumo wrestler, they ain't fucking with. <laughs> they will fuck I'll me fight up. These I niggas wait three. Fight if I get no, these niggas is just oh, these niggas just hit you with the Honda chops. You're out of there. These oh, guys are pulling the pounds. I just came from These Ireland, and I won a gold medal. Pounds. I just came from Ireland. I won a gold medal in the IBJF. I beat a guy that was 300 in the – no, no, sorry, sorry. He was like two, uh, 270-something. Two I just won a gold medal in Ireland. Yeah, that's your size. No, hell no. Well, I walk around 212, dog. <laughs> I walk around 212. These niggas is, is 500 pounds, dog. It's, hey, Willard, you got the sumo big. wrestler over Janelle in a fight or what? <laughs> Hey, I got the sumo wrestle over a lot of these niggas. You just gotta watch it, dog. These boys are sort of like they're athlete. They're sort of like athlete. They're athletic, but they're just so big. You're not really doing nothing with them. There's nothing you could do. We all seen blood sport. Remember when the monkey guy tried to fight uh fight the big sumo wrestler? He just grabbed him and crushed him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, bullshit, bullshit. I'm back in the first UFC with that guy that um oh, he he fought a hundred pound man who had a background. Yeah, that's that's- my- that fat motherfucker got his ass whipped. I seen the link, matter of fact. This was back in UFC when he was kicking the shit out of his leg and he got him on the ground because his fat ass tied out quick and just started pounding his ass out. I seen the link. Hey. I was in the very first yeah, UFC. Same. And there was a little guy yeah, being a big guy? Yes, yes. That little oh, guy had to be like school. 180 pounds probably. Hey, Horse Gracie was a black belt. He fucking beat on guys 200 pounds also. He submitted them easily. I seen you all these videos, know, man. Horace Gracie was like 180 hey, pounds. But Janelle, but Janelle. Horace Gracie is the goat. I'm just saying against you, though. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That was hey. a purple uppercut. I'm just saying. That was a purple uppercut. You got me in that one, Willie. You got me in that one. I can't lie. That was good. I'm just saying, I can see we're the greatest guy. But a nigga that weighs 400 pounds, that's going to be, that's hard work, though. I mean, you might be able to run around them, but these niggas is athletes. They're just huge. You just got to watch. I just I? watched something on it not too long ago. No, you are an athlete, but these guys are athletes also. But they but they weigh so much. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, they're like, uh, they're like uh, Lamborghini tanks, big-ass dudes with some quick feet. Yeah, they're sort of fast. So they're like, you know, they're like offensive linemen. So if they get a hold of you, you ain't going nowhere. And these niggas be like, they each other. I, I, I think, yo, I think that Will is saying, though, I think, that the, I think Will is saying that they'll ragdoll you, Janelle. Wow, maybe not though. Hey, I'm talking about just a, a good guy, not the worst guys. You know, you're not getting what, but just a fat guy coming out of Subo, you should be able to work him. But I think like a, a championship. You think you could beat a, like a, a top Subo? Well, you can't say top, but I don't know. I don't know, man. If you he has no jujitsu one on one, if he has no, how you gonna get him down? Him. Hell yeah, well, how you gonna get him down? Okay. But what if I you just so fall on you? Skills. But what if he fall on you, Janelle? That's a big if. He's not. 
I have footwork. I'll kick it out of his leg until he, until he fall, man. You try to grapple him, and he just grab you and fall on your leg. Hey, hold on a minute. Hey, Willa, 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 Willa. Hey, you see me in action, Willa? Hey, you see me now in Houston. You see what I did, motherfuckers. You see hey, me in action. What are you talking about? Hey. You doubt my skills? Hey. You doubt no, my no, skills? No, no, no. I seen you in action, dog, but if a 500-pound nigga fall on it your was leg, dog, you're not going nowhere. I'm saying, yo, dog, dog, Willa, Willa. You see how I did your hometown boy? Yeah, it wasn't my yeah, house. Going at the home you town. Yeah, I was fucking with you. Hey, why you sprinting on my skills? I want a gold medal in your town, dog. Hey, I know. I want a gold medal in your town. Okay, your hometown boy. We were supporting you. Supporting you, dog. And you see me in action, but you see me in action. So why you doubting me? Hey, I'm not doubting your skills, dog. It has nothing to do with skills. But when the nigga is 550 pounds, and that boy, I'm legit. It, it does. I travel the world and I, and I submitted motherfuckers. I travel the world and submitted motherfuckers. I think, I think that what we would should, be your strategy? Uh, we should, I think we should I start chop his leg. Campaign. He will not catch me. I'm too fast for him. I will chop his leg down with fucking serious leg kicks. And eventually he's gonna fall because of course he's gonna gas that weight before I will. And, and I will chop him down. What if when you kick him, he starts laughing and shit, you know, like big ass. No, it won't happen. It won't happen. It won't happen. I want his face with my kneecap. I need him severely in the knees and in his fucking forehead. It's not going to happen. One chop is gone. If I kick a man, he will feel it. Nah, boy. These niggas swinging so hard. If that boy chop your arm, that boy chop your leg when you kick and it might snap. Man, they so goddamn slow. They so damn slow. You see they punches coming from block away, though. They make that slow. I'm saying, but if hey, those dog. sumo wrestlers, if all they know is sumo and no jujitsu, no other form of fighting technique, I'm taking them. I'm sorry. If if all they know is is sumo and they don't know anything about jujitsu, no other shit. yo. All I'm saying is that they don't have the skill set. I don't care how big you are. I'm chopping your ass down. All right, we'll leave it at that. I think we need to. Yeah, we're gonna have to start up an exhibition. Uh, Janelle against the. Uh, oh, we're gonna have to find a sumo wrestler out there or something. Even though I would want to see Janelle Yo, fight. Well, like, you know, see three me. Of Actually, the how you gonna sleep on me, the man? Big show. How you gonna sleep on your boy? And you're racist. And, <laughs> and you're racist. You're racist. That's what it is. You're racist. And you're racist. You're racist. You're racist. Yeah, that's what it is. You don't like black people. I, I love black people, though. I just, hey, I seen it. I seen it in action, though. These niggas is too big, though. There's a, there's a point where a guy gets too big, you can't really do nothing. Hey, in a street fight, you can do a lot. All I'm saying is that if all he knows is sumo wrestling and that's it, no other form of fighting technique, I'm taking him. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't give how big you are. That's I can just imagine saying. Janelle trying to. I can just imagine Janelle trying to give him a body punch. And you know his, hand, his fist just getting stuck in all that blubber, trying to pull. I won't hit him there. And the sumo wrestler and he just laughing. karate chop him on the head. Uh, karate uh, chop uh. Janelle on the top of the head. Game over. <laughs> yeah. He got stuck in the fat. <laughs> Janelle got stuck in the fat and karate chopped on the top of the head, dog. Yo, yo, dog. I'm telling you, it ain't that easy, dog. I'm telling you, it ain't, ain't that easy, man. <laughs> I gotta come down to your town. I gotta come down. Oh, by the way, I'm coming down to your town too. It's another tournament, but it's gonna be in Austin, Texas. Also, this little dope is let me know. I will. That's it. That's it. And you're going to see my skills in action again. 
Hey, I feel you, though. Hey, 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 I think, yeah. I'm not doubting your skills. Man, that's what, nothing to get you. And that's what Willa got against me, though. I went down against his hometown boy, and I fucking, I fucking folded his ass up. <laughs> uh, hometown guy, though. Come on, though. That's what he got against. That's what he got against me, man. I wasn't supposed to do that. I wasn't supposed, supposed to go down there. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't supposed to do that. And now I he hates the other me. man to win, not the brother man. I know you did. I, I know you did. I know you. I know you did. No, you did. It's all. Uh, it's all good I, though. I'm look. I'm looking forward to seeing if we can find a sumo wrestler out there who's willing to sign on the dotted line to get in 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 a, in a, in a, in a octagon or a ring with Janelle. That'd be dope. Maybe I, maybe I can be I'm referee. All, I'm all for it, homie. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, uh, um, now. Hey, but I'm gonna. Do, oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, what's up, Janelle? I have one question for you guys. Uh, I have a feel about this Taylor, and if she moves up to 154 and fight Clarissa Shields, how do you think she'll hold up against her? I think that's going to be oh, a I big fight that. right now. And, yeah, and I've seen her performance. Yeah, I've seen her perform. What's her name? Uh, uh, I can't exactly remember, but I do follow her on the ground. Uh, Taylor, Taylor, um, Taylor. That's who it is. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's a pretty good fight, man. I mean, you know, uh, if she could, you know, have – she could be ready to, you know, counterpunch to – we all know Clarissa Shields is going to try and outbox her. She's a really good boxer, but I'll be down for that, man. I've I seen the, uh, her little highlight that she recently put up, so that'd be a good one. I know I'm all for it. Might as well. Shit, I'll, I'll be down for that. But, um, but um, yo, not to cut short or nothing, but as we uh, mentioned at the top of the show, um, wanted to do this one earlier in the day. That way we could uh, uh, get out of here in time for the – Patriots Steelers game in which I got a lot of implications for. As of right now, it's eighty-one to sixty. I still got Tom Brady and Antonio Brown coming in, and I'm ahead of this little chimpanzee over here, little 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 Mowgli-looking jungle man Joseph Gonzalez, and I'm about to wipe the floor with this boy. It's about to be over. <laughs> Championship next week, and I get to put up. $300 for the winner, so we'll see how it goes. But, well, I think we covered everything that was uh, in store. Um, I'm not so sure if people, the Maurizio Herrera fans, were excited to hear about our breakdown from his fight that he had on the undercard. But bringing up what, what's what and what's hot and what needs to be spoken on in the sport, I don't know if we uh, miss anything, but uh, I think we're going to get ready to wrap it up out of here. What's, uh, what's going on for the rest of the Sunday with you, my man? Oh, man. Nothing much, man. I'm about to relax. You know, Texans won. Great day to get this 50% off Papa John's pizza. It ain't the best pizza, but for 50% off, I think I'm going to go ahead and hit it. Watch the rest of these games. Uh, trick off on my uh, on my, on my wife. Get her this uh, new X, X uh, iPhone real quick. That'll be it, man. That's about it. There you go. That's right. I uh, forgot about that Christmas shopping stuff. Probably got to do that a little later on. But whatever. We'll see how it goes. Uh, all right, man. I want to thank you. I want to thank Janelle for coming on. I uh, thank JP for coming on, chilling with his partners and and uh, not giving Canelo much credit like me. I appreciate that. And um, we'll be back with the uh, the weekly preview show coming on Wednesday, hosted by Will himself. Uh, speaking for myself in the San Joaquin Valley in Central California, Houston, Texas. Long Beach, and all the way out in New York. This is the Outsiders Boxing Podcast. Folks, we'll be back sooner than later, but as of now, we out. Mama, I love you. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, 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 oh,